Well, it's time again for stories from Bittersweet Farm. I'm Ken Pierpont, and today's story is chapter 47 from my first book, Sunset on Summer, and it's entitled Freddy, who was dumb. We once had a dog we called Freddy. I can't remember why we gave him that name. In fact, Freddy wasn't a him at all. Come to think of it, Freddy was adopted from some neighbors who moved away. She looked a little like a squat German shepherd. Freddy wasn't the sharpest knife in the drawer. She was affectionate, but lacking in intelligence. The most vivid example of Freddie's ignorance occurred one winter day when we were celebrating a heavy snowfall. As the snow thickened, the children were jubilant. We lived at the base of a steep hill, and we were waiting for the first snow heavy enough to cover the stubble on the hill so we could try out an old toboggan that we found stored in an old barn. It was a fine old wooden toboggan, When I see things like that, I wish they could empty out their memory to me in speech. At lunch, over grilled cheese and tomato soup, I tendered my plan to the children. They all shouted with delight. Leaving their lunch half-eaten, they began to pull on sweaters and sweatshirts and coats and mittens and caps and boots. We went out to the shed and brought forth the wonderful old toboggan. It was wooden and weathered, may have been an antique. We pulled it to the very top of the hill. I stood in the front of the toboggan to keep it from taking off prematurely, and I began to give direction to each of the children. I got on last, right up front, put Heidi in my lap for the ride. The moment I lifted my legs and put them in the toboggan, it shot off down the hill. It immediately occurred to me for the first time, there was no way to steer a toboggan and no way to slow it down. The snow was flying up in our faces And we were going lots faster than we planned to go. There was no way to steer or stop or slow the huge sled. My life flashed before my eyes. I wondered if Lois would be able to find the life insurance papers. I wondered if my body would be recognizable after the crash. Suddenly, straight ahead of us was our dog, Freddy, the dumb one. Freddy just didn't plan to move. She never did. Not one inch in either direction. She just stood there and stared blankly at us. And unable to avoid her, we ran right over the top of her. Running over Freddy didn't even slow us down. We were still careening wildly down the hill. For the first time that day, I began to think ahead. There was a ditch at the bottom of the hill. I wondered if we could ramp the ditch and how fast we'd still be going as we approached a huge pine in front of the house. Ramp the ditch we did in a second, picking up more speed. We were headed for the tree. I shouted, bail out, just before the toboggan hit the tree. We all leaned off the sled and buried ourselves in snow. We were shaken but unhurt. When we stood up and began dusting off the snow, we discovered that Heidi's face was covered with snow. Her little eyes were frozen shut. I looked around and Freddie came walking up looking curious and unharmed. We took a quick vote and decided by consensus to go inside, drink hot cocoa by the fire for a while. Maybe we could forget what had just happened. We put the toboggan away for another day and made a mental note to have Freddie's IQ checked before we took her out in public again. We were all pretty sure she was too dumb to be allowed to roam around without supervision. The sad fact is we're all vulnerable to areas of ignorance or lapses in good sense, like when I put the whole family on the toboggan, or like when Freddie didn't have the good sense to get out of the way. There's a proverb about that. It has to do with people that are just too stupid. I'm glad God makes allowances for stupid people. So here's a bit of advice to you from a guy who's been up and down the hill a few times. Before you get your whole family on a toboggan, you might want to figure out how to steer and how to stop first. And you might want to put away your dumb dog so you don't run over him. That's the story 
from out on Bittersweet Farm, where every day is a beautiful day and the little light in the kitchen is always on.